hash mark angle to the left for Adam Vinatieri. 48-yard field goal attempt. Set to go. Snap ball down. Kick up. Kick is on the way. And it is good! It's good! It's good! In the ninth inning, here on the banks of the Mississippi River, the Red Sox need one more out. Swing a ground ball. gentlemen to episode four of the loudest sports show brought to you by the dorkening network and sponsored by deadly grounds coffee we are the three bro migos the ray hall trio the sports triumvirate and along with slashes the ice queen and emma extreme we are the greatest sports talk team you've ever seen i am your host patsy the angry nerd and i am joined today by as usual dan don't call him danny spencer dan how you doing Holla holla! Doing fantastic. Uh, another, uh, I almost said Tuesday, however, we are here on Wednesday. Uh, double wrestling day, one day away from uh, the beginning of the football week. I'm feeling fine. And we have the Kardashian dragon. Dave, how you doing? You know, I'm, uh, I'm feeling good today, actually. You know, Kardashian dragon, airwolf. Ow, ow! Feeling good, ready to, ready to drop some knowledge. Oh, I didn't know you were Airwolf. I might have to work in the Airwolf theme song because that's one of the greatest TV theme songs of all time. Well, they uh, do call me uh, Adam Demam Airwolf. Ow, ow! <laughs> I, I don't, I don't know what that means. Uh, we are also joined, of course, by our hockey expert, Slashes the Ice Queen, the future Mrs. Bergeron, coming right at you. The future ex Mrs. Bergeron. <laughs> Take half his shit. And of I course, stupid. we are joined by Emma Extreme. Emma Extreme, how are you today? How are you doing today, Boo Boo? Good. What was your day like? What'd you have to put on today? Um, I had a half day. Oh, yeah, half day. Yeah, you doing anything exciting? Yeah. What? Well. <laughs> We're waiting. Tell him. Well, tell him something. Yeah, tell me something. What's and, going um, on? School was fun. Kick butt at karate. Yeah. She, she learned. She used a staff today. How'd you like that? So good. So good. <laughs> when you when you do when you do your karate moves, how do you what do you say? Nice. At a girl. Nice. Good job. Beautiful. So are you gonna be Donatello for Halloween? No. Why not? Because. What are you going to be? Angel. I can see that. You're kind of of an angel, so that makes sense. You know what? I, uh, if you dress like the, uh, the angel from, uh, Terrifier 2, that's a badass lady right there, Lauren Lavera. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that was actually her idea, so you, you hit the nail right on the head. I figured. 
You know, she's in the same mold as Ripley and Sarah Connor, so I say go for it. All right, so our opening face-off today, our question that we do to open every show, uh, the opening face-off today, we're going to go uh, alphabetical order, so uh, slashes. Uh, we're going to start with you. Who is the best fictional athlete, whether it's from TV, movies? Who's the best fictional athlete? The best fictional athlete? Yes. Um, this is just personal opinion, Yeah, correct? yeah. Who do you think is the best oh, pers- uh, fictional athlete ever? Um, oh, let me think, let me think, let me think. Oh, you know what? The Hanson Brothers from Slapshot. Nice. Hanson Brothers from Slapshot. That's that's a solid pick right there. Trio of goons. Yes. Hilarious. All right. Uh, going in uh, alphabetical order. Uh, Dan, who is the best fictional athlete? There's only one choice and one choice only, and that'd be Bonesaw. From Spider-Man. Ooh, yeah! Bonesaw is ready. Uh, I was heading somebody up for that. I knew somebody had to go with the Bonesaw is ready. Thank you, Pat. Uh, Dave, who is the best fictional athlete? Yeah, it's not even a, a competition here. It's flat out. If you look at statistics, you look at facts, the best athlete ever by far in any movie ever is Jesus Shuttlesworth, the most highly touted rookie coming out of high school ever in in basketball history. So, uh, yeah, I'm going to go Jesus Shuttlesworth. I heard he has game. <laughs> he, he found his game uh, in, in, in weird places, but he does have game, and uh, he did get to sleep with those two uh, porn stars too, which is pretty cool. So good for Ray Allen and that. That was great. But, uh, yeah, Jesus, man, he was uh, – he was a great athlete. He had some moves, so that that's that's it for me. I almost went, you know, some somewhere else, but well, nah, Jesus. I'm gonna. Well, you know, Jesus is the answer now. What's the question? Uh, so now I am gonna. Oh, Jesus! <laughs> I am gonna uh, stray away from film uh, because this man, you know, he might not have a glorious life anymore, but for one shining moment, under the lights. On the field of Polk High, he scored four touchdowns in a single game. I'm talking, of course, about Al Bundy. And yeah, nice, oh, yeah. nice. Oh yeah. I, I'm surprised nobody went with Bobby Boucher. Um, I I actually I I, I have a second place that I, I have a second place that I almost went with, and it kind of kills me that I didn't. And it's one that he might be the most overlooked athlete in any sports movie of all time and, and it is the fat guy from the first teen wolf who basically had an assist on every single basket that was scored by michael j fox he was eating an apple one game like no <laughs> lie he assisted him on almost every single play and actually scored some too so he's say, the he most biggest one shot hero. mean mugged oh yeah i mean so yeah there's there's a lot of you know you happy gilmore um Rock. Yeah, I went water boy for for the other thing. I didn't want to go water boy again. I got to keep it original. Over yeah, here. I, my my initial inkling told me go Shane Falco, but that's that seems Oof. that seems uh, a little stereotypical. But boy, there is a lot of cereal in this bowl. We could eat it all day. That's true. That's true. I like that line. I like that line a lot. So, 
we want to hear from you guys. Let us know who is the best fictional athlete that you have seen in TV or movies. Uh, what we're going to do, we're going to take a quick break, and when we come back, we are going to get into our updates, uh, starting with the NHL. So we will be right back. Deadly Grounds Coffee knows how important your coffee is to you. Every batch is roasted to perfection with a unique special method that brings out the richest, deepest, smoothest flavor you'll ever find. We're coffee freaks too, and deadly serious about our brew. Just one sip and you'll know why we say, once you go deadly, you don't go back. It's truly coffee to die for. So when you're ready to get a little deadly, get online and order yours at getdeadly.com. It's coffee so good, it's scary. Hey, what's going on? I'm Steven. And I'm Ron. And we're the hosts of the Super Retro Throwback Reviews Audio Podcast. If you like to hear the latest pop culture news with some smart-ass commentary as well as the latest movie reviews, then check us out. Also, we're a multi-award-nominated podcast, so we're doing something right. God knows how that happened. So check us out on all major podcasts and distributors, and check out Super Retro Throwback Reviews on all social media platforms. So we have we have some uh, some updates for you because there's been a lot going on since last we spoke. Uh, slashes. Yes. We've got we've got some some hockey news. We are smack dab in the middle of the Stanley Cup Finals. We are, and how is that going? It's going. You know, it's it's pretty exciting. So first of all, I kind of have to backtrack because I predicted my initial prediction. So I filled out my NHL.com bracket in hopes of winning all the buttload of money and uh, I had the Vegas Knights and the Boston Bruins for the Stanley Cup. I had the Bruins and the Blues and they and I was wrong. <laughs> I was so wrong. So it is currently the Vegas Golden Knights. No, the Dallas Stars. <laughs> who beat I really the who Knights. beat the Golden Knights. See and that I was just I was just I, I thought that the Eastern Conference Finals and Western Conference Finals were going to each go to a Game 7. And I was wrong with that, too. So I've just been really off. Yeah, this was a weird season for hockey, so I think In everybody's season, everybody's yes. been... Uh, so forgiven. it is currently 1-1. Dallas won the first game, and the Lightning came back to win Game 2. So it'll be interesting to see. I, I do predict that this will go seven games. But I feel that Dallas may just edge ahead. Yeah, I mean, because the Stars came out and won 4-1 to one the first game. And the Lightning evened the series 3-2. But they were up 3-0. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Dallas slowly got back there. Um, you know, it's like our, our buddy Boss Rushmode said, Oh, Anton Hudobin and, and Tyler Sagan... Boy, I wish the Bruins could get guys like that. <laughs> I know. I had to laugh so I wouldn't cry. I'm gonna have to take. Couldn't a keep him in his hotel room. It wasn't. It didn't seem like a tough thing for them to let them go. Uh, yeah, right. Go. It kind of sucked looking back as he's kind of coming to his own. Like, oh man. 
That's a, that's a tough one. Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't realize it. I keep thinking I have the mic on my headphones. I apologize, folks. I'm still fairly new to this. Yeah, that's all right. We still hear you fine. Uh, and some of the awards just got given out. Yeah, so we are rounding out the rest of the NHL awards. Yep. So Leon... J- I'm Dreisaitl. Like, Dreisaitl. I always fuck up his last name. From Edmonton, won MVP... Which I I, I I do not agree with that. See, the problem with him is he's got what many people agree with as the best hockey player in the world, Connor McDavid, playing on the same team, who somehow Dreisaitl got the nod over McDavid. Um, so I can't, I can't say that if you have two of the top players in the league, one of them can't be MVP, and we'll touch on this a little later with a different discussion, but... If you have two of the top five players in the league, how valuable can you be? Like if you t- and and they weren't even like a powerhouse team when they came into the playoffs. They got bounced in the uh, opening round, mm-hmm. even though they were playing at home, because they were the the Western Conference Finals was taking place in uh, or the Western Conference all the games were taking place in Edmonton. They had a chance to be the only team who would have home ice advantage, and they totally blew it. So, I don't know. Uh, I still think it should have been Pasternak. I, I agree, and and Pasternak was pretty high up there on the voting, but... He did make f- he, the first all-star team. Yes. Yes, and then we have Connor Hell- Hellebuck. Hellebuck. Why? I wanna, and that, that, he's that an spelling. American. He's that an, yeah. spelling. Hellebuck... Um, uh, <laughs> It's in. It, you would think it's H E L L A B U C K, but it's H E L L E B U Y C K. Having that double vowel, two different it's vowels just, in front of yeah. a C K, uh, it's tough. That it's I only very, know that because very I heard Nordic people say sounding. Uh, from Winnipeg, won the Vesna, and yeah, okay. The the defense in front of him was terrible, and he carried that team for a yeah. long time. So I I definitely agree with that. Well deserved. Uh, Tuka was number two. Yes. In yeah. Voting. Well, so because that's... he and he and um um, holy shit, Halak, uh, won the Jennings Trophy, which goes to the the goaltending tandem who has the lowest uh save or the the best save percentage. You know, the best numbers. So if like the Vezina was like a team thing. You know, so a, a lot of folks expected him to get the Vesna. And then you have Roman Josie from Nashville. Yossi. Who got the new Yossi. Yossi. Oh, he's the one who I call Yoshi. Yes. Uh, from Nashville, who won the Norris. Yep, top defenseman, which the Norris Trophy has turned into who scores the most points on defense. Pretty much. Yeah, pretty much. That's so who wins it so now. It's, it's not, you know, it used to be the most valuable defenseman, the person on your defense who you could always count on to, you know, help out your goalie and be the guy who really, you know, shuts it down. And now, yeah, it's it's pretty much, you know, who on your defense scores goals. Yeah, and that's why I like the last, you know, Subban's gotten it. Um, John Carlson keeps getting nominated. And, like, all he does is he's – offensive like he doesn't play defense 
Like if you again, if you want to make a, a, an award for the best offensive player at this position, like a best offensive defenseman, go for it. I mean that would yeah, that would make a lot of sense. And that would clear it up for guys who actually play defense but don't score. Funny enough, speaking of de- guys who play defense but don't score, Chara got votes, mm-hmm. McAvoy got votes, and uh, Brandon Carlo, I believe, got votes for the for the Norris. And rounding out the end of the awards, Cal McCarr from Colorado got the Calder Trophy. See, I think it's easy to score to to be one of the uh, the Rookie of the Year candidate when you're playing with like Landeskog and McKinnon and guys like that. I mean, you kind of win the rookie jackpot when you're put with guys like that. Well, we'll see what happens next year with uh, the the Rangers picking up that kid. I can never remember his name, but. He's everybody knows that they're taking him number one. It was like, you know, when Eichel went number one, it was mm-hmm. like Eichel and McDavid, I think, were the two guys. So uh, that pretty much wraps up our uh, our hockey segment. Do you have any predictions? You said this the series is going to go seven. I do predict this series is going to go seven games. I do think that Dallas will come away with a win. I think it won't be by much. Do you think who do you uh, who's your sleeper pick right now for uh, Conn Smythe? So what would your lock of the week be, dude? Oh. Every week you can do the I same thing. I don't know. I, I would Dave, have what to... are you talking about? <laughs> Excuse me? Yeah. Remember, if you're on mute, you'll see the little microphone come up. So, uh, yeah, Dave's, Dave and Dan getting ready for the NFL segment. Uh, sorry. So what? who's your uh, con Smythe? I say Anton Hudobin. He usually goes to goalies. Yeah. Yeah, no, I... I and Dobby played I I, really well that first game. Yeah, I, I think I'd have to give it to him. Uh, it's either him or that uh, that kid, that rookie kid. And again, I can't remember his name. Uh, the Finnish kid that uh, scored a hat trick, including the overtime game winner against uh, Vegas to advance. I forget his name, but yeah, I think, uh, I think he's going to get it. So you will be back in a little while with your uh, NFL picks. Yeah. All right, so we are going to uh, say uh, slashes. Uh, we're going to send you off the ice for now. Yeah, I got to go to the penalty box. And five uh, for fighting. And uh, we will just so stay out of the penalty box, Ash. Well, her name is Slashes. So the major sh- is in the penalty box, from what I hear. <laughs> <laughs> Drink a nice coffee with Pasternak. Plus those feelings hey, are <laughs> Knitting little sweater cozies for the uh, iced coffees. Awesome. All right, so you'll be back in a little bit, and uh, we will talk some football picks because you are crushing football. it right now. Yeah, both in my weekly picks and in fantasy football. That's true. Yeah. All right, so you'll be back. Bye. All right, so I will uh, I will now be talking baseball uh, just to give you the, uh, the playoff picture at the moment. Uh, the Rays would be hosting the Blue Jays. So this has changed a lot because last week – the Yankees were in the seventh slot, and now they're all the way up to number four. So things are changing. There's only a few games left uh, in the season. The American League is pretty much locked. You know, the Rays, White Sox, Athletics, Yankees, Twins, all locked in their spots. Um, but National League, there are Yankees. There are twelve plus four fifty. Yeah, well, they're playing the Twins, the number five Twins. So that's going to be a really good series. So we got the Rays host, uh, not yeah, hosting because it's that weird. I'm still not entirely sure how the playoff format is, but hopefully once the playoffs get here, we can, you know, speak about it more. Aren't there four? 
Aren't there four bubbles? Isn't that how they're doing? It? Is the four different bubbles? Uh, I think Arlington the, and three other ones. The opening, the opening round, they're playing in their own stadiums. Like so, okay. this is a best of three. This first round, and then they're going to move to the best of seven. Okay. So it's going to be it's going to be weird, and yeah, the uh, and the World Series will eventually be played. In Arlington. What we got? What do we got? We got uh, Los Angeles against the Reds. Los Angeles, San Diego, Arlington, Houston. Are where we're going. So, like you said, the the best of three opening round, wild card that's played in the home, and then everybody's going to the bubble starting the second round. Right. Yeah, and then it's going to be more like traditional playoffs. So we have and the last uh, one's in Arlington. That place rules. It does. That's one of the uh, few stadiums I have been to that's not Fenway. Huge, double the size, everything. Um, so yeah, we have the Rays hosting the Blue Jays, Rays number one seed, like not even close. White Sox hosting the Indians, Athletics hosting the number six Astros, which is going to be interesting because I think the Athletics can beat that team because no Garrett Cole and now no Justin Verlander because he needs Tommy John surgery, and that's tough. Like that could end his career because he's what thirty seven now, thirty eight. Like, is this the first time that that's happened to him? I don't think he's ever had a significant injury. He's always playing a full season, and he always has a heavy workload. Even back uh, in Detroit, like he. Yeah, I might be thinking of Scherzer. That being the case, I might be confusing him with Scherzer. Scherzer's been hurt before. Yeah. Those two, those two guys. After all these years, and how big they were as a tandem, they I still get those two kind of interchanging my mind from time to time because I automatically associate them with the other one. Well. If you look at uh, it, it's easy to tell. Uh, Verlander has brown eyes, and uh, Max Scherzer has uh, heterochromia, which means he has two different colored eyes, like Kevin Pollock in uh, Wayne's World Two. And Mom's cat. Yes, one green, one. Well, green. that's why when we do our research, we cross our T's and our dot our lowercase lower J's. I still <laughs> say that to this day, specifically because of that. Like even when I'm talking, like doing work stuff like all right so we'll go through this with a fine tooth comb cross our t's and dot our lowercase j's and I, no I one ever gets the reference regularly on sales calls everybody hears that like oh my god i've never heard that before i'm like well i'm not quite sure how you miss wings world too but <laughs> right hey you're missing out in your life but it's it, it, it comes off really good and it's something that people it sticks in people's brains because you never hear it so. Right. So National League, it, when I wrote this, like it, it might change by the time this uh, this comes around. But the Dodgers are the number one seed. Um, they would be hosting the number eight Reds, Cubs and Phillies, Braves and Cardinals, Padres and Marlins. And the Cubs and Braves just clinched, I think, earlier today uh, their their spot in the playoffs and the seeding is going to be going all up and down. We'll have an update for you uh, once the playoffs actually start, because it's going to come down to the wire for the national league as to who's getting in and uh, what the potential seeding is, is going to be, because there's going to be a lot of crazy stuff. So uh, with that being said, I think it is time to move on to our next segment, which is the NBA segment. And uh, we have, we have uh, some theme music that I put together, and uh, let us know what you think about this. So we're going to play that now as soon as it uh, comes up. And sometime my computer is being slow. 
and uh, what? I'm not trying to. Time to play the game. Time to play the game. <laughs> So, Dave, get us caught up on the NBA. Yep. Okay. So, uh, we got the game tonight, 8.30, Celtics heat. I'm very excited. Celtics are down uh, 2-1. Miami's been playing pretty well. But we won the last game, and it looks like Gordon's actually out for tonight. So, how do you feel? Yeah, how do you feel about that, Dan? I'll tell you – I feel like they have come miles as far as knowing how to play without him. Um, this whole season, they, they haven't really had a regular Gordon Hayward, and last year it was you know, kind of a healing process. So they play well without him. Uh, I feel like the ball moves around really good, but it seems like he was on top of things the other night. Um, I mean, when he was in there, he was playing defense. He was hustling. Guys were playing a little harder, like – I feel like they had some confidence from the way that he was playing as well because, he, you know, there is a lot of expectations there coming in. And, you know, I, I would say at this point he probably hasn't lived up to what most people think based on the money he's, you know, he's making as well as kind of the produ- productivity that we thought we were going to get out of him. So I, I feel like this this is a, a prove-it series, not even year, but series for everybody, the coach, everybody, the, the, the whole the whole shebang of bang. So uh, I'm hoping that at some point he comes back, but if if not, I don't think it's the end of the world because they learned how to do it without him. But you know, I would rather have him out there than not, for real. Yeah, I'm with you guys on that. I I think it'd be better having a six foot seven wing that can play defense and guard multiple positions. Uh, I think having him out there would be huge. He also spreads the floor. Yet yeah, he was integral in breaking up that stupid zone defense that the Heat was playing. Um, it's like they knew. I heard a lot of talk about that beforehand, too, about how Gordon, like, oh, well, when he's in there, they're not going to be able to play the zone. You hear about stuff like that all the time with people, but it seemed like it uh, that it kind of rung true there. He, he disrupted that whole thing, and that's what they were doing successfully without him there. So there's that to think about, too. Yeah, and plus that's a guy, you know, I'm with you, Dan. Um, $32 million, all that buys you now is 17 points, seven rebounds, and six assists. Like, that's $32 million in the NBA? Seems pedestrian. Seems pedestrian. And I, I also, I'm sorry about the noise. I dropped my uh, my Mark Bellhorn signed baseball on the floor. Oh. Uh, Dave, what do we got next? Well, tomorrow we have the Lakers, um, I guess, on the road, I would say, in the bubble uh, against the Nuggets. Nuggets were up 20. Lakers made a furious comeback in the fourth quarter, but ended up falling short. So it is a 2-1 lead for the Los Angeles Lakers. Um, After game two, LeBron became the highest playoff career win total uh, player. I guess I worded that weird uh, ever. Most playoff career wins passing Derek Fisher with 162. So 
LeBron James, just another one of his many accolades. But uh, oh, defeating the glorious and mighty Derek Fisher. Ooh, passing him on the stat sheet must have given him chills. I mean, he had 162 wins. He was the NBA all-time leader. I mean, the NBA's been around for you know pretty long time. So, I mean, that was pretty cool. Uh, the Lakers lost 114 to 106. It's a close game. A couple of threes down the stretch really could have sealed it. KCP missed one down three, and LeBron missed one down five with under three minutes. But um, LeBron was six for eight in the quarter. He did everything he could. AD had two rebounds. Dwight Howard had one rebound, and Javal McGee. Brace yourself, one rebound in the entire game. So between the three seven-footers, there was a combined four rebounds. That's just not going to get it done. Um, I, mean, I called, not, I called the series in six. I think it might I'm, – I'm hoping it ends in five. Uh, but they definitely didn't have an answer for Jokic last night. So with uh, – I mean, with that said, I guess um, I guess I will, we'll, we'll go rooting for the Lakers. But tonight we're, we're rooting for the Celts. Uh, we're going to hope they can uh, pull it out and tie up the series. Yeah, that'll be good. Uh, they definitely need to get this win. Uh, going down three-one, I think would just would just end it. Um, I mean, I know literally it doesn't end it, but I I don't know if this team has the fight in them, you know, outside of their own locker room to come back from three-one. Two-two, that's a whole new game. You you just got to win two out of three, and I think they can definitely do that. Yeah, another quick point. Sorry, uh, when LeBron James is up two-zero. Or, uh, I mean, obviously 3-0, he's never lost. But when he's up 2-0, he's never lost a playoff series in uh, his career. So, just the Nuggets are a great team, and they've been playing really well. But I, I, I see the Lakers pulling this out. So, let's hope for a Lakers-Celtics playoff win. Um, Wait, what was, and, what, was, uh, what was Anthony Davis's uh, stat line last night? 27-2-1? Uh, 27-2-1. I think he only had... Five points in the fourth, but three of them because he got fouled on a three-pointer. Quick, quick side note. Um, I just want to give a uh, an actual uh, the, the reverse. What's the what's the reverse of a shout out? I guess. Uh, I think it might be a put down. A put down. Yeah, I'm gonna give a put down to uh, our pal Andy who listens to the show, who apparently despises my um, likeness for Dirk Nowitzki. So I just wanted to let him know. Uh, I'm going to be talking about Dirk more and more as I possibly can on this show if he wants to keep listening to it. So that's just a quick sidebar. Um, I mean, I did, put, LeBron, some, I did put some Dirk highlights in your uh, theme songs. So yeah, we did. Exactly. Um, I didn't talk about them, though, but I will. I'll, you know, we got to listen to the fans. So, But LeBron James is the GOAT. He's the best player that's ever lived, and um, they're going to they're gonna take care of this series. He's going to get his fourth championship uh, on his third team. Be the first player ever that ever to do that. It's my one mistake of the week. Anthony Davis might win finals MVP, though, but uh, I hope they give it to LeBron because that would just, you know, give some more love to the Kawhi people out there. Oh, you didn't win the finals MVP. You know, after that game winner that Anthony Davis hit, which was glorious, if anybody missed it. Um, it was a good shot. Yeah, he took it like he was like, listen, I'm taking the shot. I'm going to make this. They practiced it. He missed that shot against the Nets earlier in the season. They've been practicing it. He knew if he got it, he said, Leo, you know, the, the play was drawn up for LeBron. Anthony Davis wasn't supposed Why? to get it. He's such a large dude. And it's, it's such a weird thing being able to get used to these huge guys shooting because the whole time coming up, well, like every big guy, no big guys could shoot, let alone shoot threes. The only Jesus. guy that did was Arvidas Sabonis. Oh, yeah. And he was a, he was a, Seven, uh, four, no, two, a jack. Eight. He was a jack of all trades. That guy did it all. But uh, yeah, it's it's definitely great watching Anthony Davis do that. There's no way. I just don't think with the talent that the Lakers have, they can lose. I don't. I don't see 
they just have two of the top five players in the league, you know, yeah, and three get, of them are there. So it's a pretty good place yeah. to start and and playoff rondo which is why you know yeah, I, playoff I don't, rondo. I, don't uh, I don't do agree he, with lebron do. whining about not being mvp if you have two of the top 5 players i said this in the hockey segment if you have two of the top 5 players you can take one of them off and then you don't have to be mvp anymore yeah, come on, man. LeBron should have won MVP 13 what? times. It's it's so ridiculous. We talked about this in the last show. Sometimes the MVP is really not the end all. They could have gave defensive player to two or three other people, including yeah. Anthony Davis. The MVP, LeBron could have – the fact that LeBron only has, what, four MVPs is literally just – okay, dude, whatever. Yeah, he has four MVPs. Four times he's the been LeBron the best. Like, come on, man. It's, it's just crazy. The MVP, as we said last show, if, if people are listening, it's just – the MVP is not very uh, accurate, I guess, these days. It's more of a – like I, I heard it the other day. Somebody said – I don't know who it was, one of the great guys on Fox Sports. I think he said it was more of a storyline uh, award, and I agree with that because, you know, Russell Westbrook averaging a triple-double. Oh, let's give him the MVP. Come on, man. It's also an individual accolade in a team game. Yeah, it's it's definitely skewed in the last few years. So you can't really – let's not judge and MVP the that, that wins, highly. gets knocked out. You know what I mean? Early in the playoffs, and that's what two happened. years in a row. And he, where is he? Sitting on his couch. Hey. And LeBron is about to win his fourth ring. Hey, wait a minute, wait a minute, hold on. You want to talk about MVPs getting knocked out? Uh, didn't didn't Dirk Nowitzki get MVP one year? How'd that season go? Yeah, right. Yeah, what year was that? Was that 08 when they won uh, 62 level. games or 67 games? The most games they were the number one seed and got knocked out by Golden State. It happens. <laughs> Baron Davis. I don't know why you wanted to open that wound for me. That's not a. You brought it up. You brought it up. You're talking shit. You're talking shit about Giannis. No, no, no. I mean, Giannis is the third or fourth best player in in the league, but LeBron James is the GOAT, and that's not even a debate. So I'm saying team wins mean more than individual accolades because it's an individual accolade in the team game. That's what I said. Right. And And then then Giannis could win the MVP, and that's all well and good. And LeBron didn't win it, but his team's still in it. How good did Giannis do in the playoffs? Oh, he couldn't get by Jimmy Butler. You think LeBron's going to lose to Jimmy Butler's heat? No, it would have never happened. It's not a playoff award. Win some games. All right. So you're about to lose to the Celtics. I don't think the Heat are better than the Bucks. I think they weren't into it. I think they're they're another example of one of these teams that went out there and didn't think they had championship aspirations, like the Clippers and teams of the like. They didn't They're seem like runners. they were into it. Giannis at the beginning too didn't seem as that he was as in shape as maybe he should have. Maybe as what well, we thought he should have. Who knows? No, he was in shape. He made his living room into a gym. He was definitely in shape. Chris Middleton said after the whole quarantine, going into the bubble, yeah, I haven't picked up a basketball. That's your that's your second best guy. Come on, man. He played well, but gee, you, come on, man. You got no. He's only making fall in Milwaukee a year. for the guy. I like me some Giannis. Of course, I like me some Giannis. He's not better than. LeBron, he just won MVP this year. LeBron's a go. It's not even – there's not even an option. LeBron's the best player going to the rim. LeBron's the best player. He's the best blocker. He's the best shooter. He's the best rebounder. He's the best person on a basketball court that's ever played the game. He's the most versatile player that's ever been. It's unbelievable. It's not even a debate. It's too debatable to spend time on, but as of right now, he is. It's definitely a debate. As of right now, he is. That's not a debate. As of this moment, he's, he's the man. All time, there's too many variables. There's, it's not a, it's no, not an no, it's not a debate. He's the best player that's ever lived. It's not even nope. a fact. It's not, it's nothing. Nope. It's that's not incorrect. even a question. That's incorrect. That's incorrect. 
just like assholes. Everybody's dumb. Nope, it's not true. Yeah, very true. That's true. Not everybody has an asshole. That's what I was going to say. Best of luck to you. Uh, you ever heard of cat dog? Human centipede. centipede. All right, what do we got? What do we got next? Well, oh, the next one. Coming up next, we have uh, some some wrestling, but we also have some wrestling music, or not music, but uh, a wrestling theme that I made earlier today. So let's hear the wrestling theme. Uh, I couldn't get any cool techno music to play underneath of it, but uh, I do think this is fun. So. Oldie but a goodie. Gotta love it. Nice uh, work on that, Patsy. Thank you. Thank you. So what do we got, Dan? So obviously this is, uh, unfortunately, a story that developed today. Uh, Animal, uh, I believe his name is Joe Laurinaitis, uh, of the Legion of Doom, the Road Warriors, last surviving member, and we, we lost him at the age of 60 today. Very unfortunate. You know, it's a sad loss, and he's another one in the uh, – Long lineage of 80s slash 90s wrestlers that we are losing at a rapid clip. Uh, if we don't remember, we also lost Kamala as well. So it's brutal. Yeah, and uh, I just want to touch on a story that um, growing up, Legion of Doom was like our favorite, uh, our favorite tag team and obviously had the best fucking theme music. And... We were at a Raw event, I think it was 1995, and we were telling Dave, because Dave had never seen Legion of Doom, because Dave was five at the time. He'd never, no, he wasn't. It was not, It was February 95, so he was four. He had never seen or heard of uh, Legion of Doom, didn't know who they were, and we were talking about them, and in the ring, uh, Ahmed Johnson was talking about bringing back some friends of his from Chicago and all of a sudden that music <clears throat> hit and we lost our shit and animal came strolling down the fucking aisle right where we were and I saw him coming and I went and I grabbed Dave and I heaved him up in the air so he could see and Dave what did you do I touched the shoulder pads the spikes man so yeah man we had, he had never he had never seen them before had never heard of them we were like talking them up and hyping them up dave did uh did it did it live up to the hype when we were talking about him and all the all the stuff we were saying about him i was so amazed what was going on in the ring i was so focused on the ring i remember just sitting there just being like i, I was tunnel vision all i could see was the ring i was so amazed cuz it was the first time I think I had ever been to wrestling yep. Yep. like that, especially on a Monday night, we had all gone, mom and dad and all the cousins, all of us. It we all Valentine's went, John, Mark, Nick, and so man, oh, it was great. And um, I just remember being so focused on the ring and just being, I think you grabbed my shirt and pulled me. I grabbed you by I, the waist and launched you up in the air. Uh, yeah, all I remember is being pulled, and I just <laughs> see them coming down Skinny the aisle, and I got to touch them, and, it, oh, man, I believe me, the school stories the next day, I was the king of recess, I'll tell you that. I absolutely clobbered somebody at the end of the, at the end of the uh, row because we had, like, that whole row to ourselves. 
Yeah, there was a lot of us. We we traveled in numbers back in the day. We were rolling like fifteen deep. Yeah, we was deep. Uh, but yeah, that's our uh, that's our our, our uh, memory of <clears throat> animal. Uh, so. Oh yeah, and I and I'll, I we can definitely regale you with a lot of different live wrestling stories, whether it be actual specific things that uh, happened at events, whether it be things that happened nearby events on the way home from events. So there, we, we can we <laughs> can dick. definitely touch a lot of, a lot of those. Yeah, co- coming up later on down the road. So we'll get some uh, some real life stories. We got some for you. Oh yeah, we will absolutely but, uh, be covering that. So what do you got? We got some upcoming matches. Like you said, this is double wrestling day. So what's what's going on? What do we got? Yeah, no, th- this this is this is one of the, my favorite day of the week. It's funny that Wednesday has become the ultimate and most favorite wrestling day of the week, especially because AEW is on Wednesday, which I, I I will say I'm more predisposed to watch. Although the NXT product has been fantastic lately. Matches are solid. The show has been good. And this weekend, we've got um, WWE pay-per-view coming up. we got Clash of Champions, which I'm pretty excited about. The hype's been really good. The storylines have been good. And and the different things that they've been tying in with all a lot of different characters. It's going to culminate in we got um, the ambulance match with Drew McIntyre and Randy Orton, who... After all these years at the advanced age, well, wrestling years, he's he's uh, in his mid forties. Wrestling years. Wrestling years. He's got. He's probably 70, 72, but still doing it so good. And Drew has been phenomenal. He that poor guy had to go through winning his first ever championship in an empty arena. That would have brought a house down when he took Lesnar down, but it is what it is. And a little tidbit to go along with the fact that we you know we have a go home show this week. Raw sucked, Retribution sucked, and oh Pat, you're gonna you're gonna love this. It are, are you have you seen any of this Retribution stuff on on wrestling? Has this come into your hemispheres at all? It, it has not crossed my uh, my uh, my areas yet. But uh... so this basically is a group that they introduced as a bunch of hooded guys and balaclavas there's a ton of them they are attacking the shows and messing with the production on intros and things like this and flickering the lights and stuff like this so they it wasn't a very mixed bag it was just like a bunch of kids doing silly things and it escalated at some point to them attacking the talent and cutting promos about bringing the system down and they were cast out and kicked aside and they're going to show everybody what's going on to find out on Monday that, first off, that they were signed to contracts. They have production and were signed to contracts. So this vigilante group out to take down the system and show the man whose boss was signed to contracts, and they told us about it. So I'm a fan of what they're doing then, and some of the masks were pretty bad. We have one guy in uh, what CM Punk described as an extra paper plate found in catering that he cut into a mask. And looking at the picture right now, it's really not that far off from, from that. And then you have a couple of Bane esque masks and they're saying all these big words that don't make a ton of sense. Bane's pretty cool though. Bane is pretty cool. But also then we had to be introduced to them as name, as actual names. So not only did they sign these folks, Two contracts, these outsiders to bring the system down. They gave them names. Uh, T-Bar is the first one. 
The second one, we have Mace. Mace, folks. Oh, and the best one. And, and I'm so glad that every time I've read about this, this is the last name that they actually announced. His name is Slapjack. Mace. We've got T-Bar, Mace, and motherfucking Slapjack. I can't even wrap my head around how they could take something that could have been so cool and make it look so bad. It's it's unbelievable, but boy, is that so Vince McMahon. So do you know sorry to it, get off on a little tangent do, there. Do you know what a slapjack is? <laughs> yes, we discussed it earlier, and quite frankly, off, off, I would off prefer, yeah, let's not I'd talk prefer about not it. to even drop that here, but Jesus, I know what it is, and I can't believe no one would have put that name into Google before they put it out on international television. Yep, I am not a not a big fan of that. That's now a, a little a little weak. a little uh, again note uh, one thing about these pay per views coming up. So we've got Clash of Champions as I mentioned this weekend, Hell in a Cell at the end of October, and all of these as we know are taking place in Orlando, Florida. But starting with the Survivor Series, the location is to be announced along with the rest of the pay per views for the year which makes me think that Vince might get what he wants for all this time. This guy wanted to have fans at SummerSlam and still hold it in Boston. He might get his way of traveling around and putting on shows in different locations with fans in the stands. So that's certainly something to look forward to. Uh, AEW has been doing some of that. They've had fans at their at their shows. It's about a 10% capacity, I think, of what they can actually fit into the daily play, Daily's Place, which is the adjoining music venue similar to you know your outdoor amphitheater type of places it's hooked on to the jacksonville jaguars uh stadium so they we, we get the occasional fighting on the football field or in the concourse in between so that's fun but uh yeah it seems like from uh just making complete inferences without anything specific it seems like we're going to get fans in the stands in different cities coming up so that's that's pretty exciting but we've got AEW nxt starting about a half hour so it's the best night of the week folks all right, so let's uh, from there. Let's move on. Uh, we're gonna get to some NFL news, some of, some of our reactions from uh, last week. Uh, first, we're gonna kind of start off on a sad note. Dave, do you have uh, do you have your notes up for uh, for this? Because you are the Bears fan. What do you need? Do you have your notes up for? You want me, uh, you want me to go forward, or you want me to? We're gonna do a moment of silence, or? Well, we just had our moment of silence while I was waiting for you to uh, to answer my question there. Um, Sorry. Do you uh, do you want to do you want to cover this because of uh, your affinity for the Bears? Yeah, I mean, not uh, yeah, that's sure. I'll take this one. Um, you know, it's a sad day um, to announce the uh, the passing of Gale Sayers. Um, 77 years old. He was the youngest ever player inducted into the uh, Pro Football Hall of Fame, Canton, Ohio. Um, 22 touchdowns his rookie year. Wow. That's <laughs> literally uh, absurd. 9,434 yards uh, totaling. Ran for 4,956 yards in 40 touchdowns he he retired at 28 that's i mean that's early i mean that's a i mean a long time ago players didn't play like they do now you know we didn't see people like brady and lebron playing in their you know dirk playing in their 20th year 
But um, well, he uh, he also was plagued by knee injuries, and back when he played, uh, he was uh, I think they had like twelve games per season. Like a lot. Yeah, of that's teams... the Dolphins, and the Dolphins won their their perfect season. Yeah, twelve games. Well, they were seventeen and zero when they won that. That was a fourteen game season. Fourteen? Well, oh, 14, 14. Yeah, that's what it was fourteen. Yeah, then Sorry. fifteen, sixteen, seventeen was Jeez. the Super Bowl. Yeah, you're right. Wow. Okay. And that was nineteen seventy two. That was two years before he was inducted in the Hall of Fame. Like he retired six years before, four years before that. So he was yeah, still. Rules, the rules weren't changed then. Back then. the rules were the same though. They they carried through for you know. Yeah, but I'm saying the the rules are a lot. The the rules then were a lot different. Like, and he was a guy who did most of his damage. Uh, returning kicks and punts. Like, you know, you look at some of the better kick and punt returners of the last 15 years, you know, guys like Deion Sanders or, or uh, you know, Rod Woodson, Daryl Green. Devin Hester, one of the best Devin of all Hester, time. Or the Bears. Uh, like, all those guys. Um, like, he was he was the, the original. Like, he was just, he was so fast. He was, he was a little dude, but he was so Lightning fast. fast. So fast. I mean, 22 touchdowns. His 9,435 yards, that's a combination of receiving, rushing, receiving, and uh, you got to remember also the, these were the days when, like, if you didn't break someone's leg on a tackle, then, you know, legally they could just get up and keep running. Like, like the violence that you would see back then is not the same that you would see now. Like, drag a quarterback down by his face mask and slam him into the ground. Yeah, I'll that's pick fine. Him up and slam him. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and that would hardly even be a penalty. Like that's how Jim McMahon's career ended. He got picked up after a, he threw a pass, and then like a guy came up, like ran up from behind him, picked him up, and slammed him into the ground and broke his tailbone. Like it's insane. So it was it was crazy. I agree with the new rules on that. It's definitely it protects the players. You got to protect people, man. That 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 old stuff was just. For the birds, you see what happened. We see what happened in the kill Harry. No. What happened in the kill Harry? Well, basically, he caught a really nice ball. I, I was very impressed. First off, with how they used him the other night, but not only did he get the pass, but he got slammed directly in the head. Goodness, I can't remember the name of the guy that did it, but it obviously was during the Seahawks game. He got ejected, which was rightly so, but. It was really scary because when you see something like that, it takes your brain a second, but you understand what you're seeing after that moment. And for a second, you worry about if he's going to actually get up. Yeah, it's like a sinking feeling. It sucks. Like it, 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 like you get it in your stomach. You know what I mean? Yeah, he got absolutely lit up, helmet to helmet, and they were right to uh, to toss him out. Definitely. So we have uh, slashers back because uh, we are about to talk about. A, a an event that happened. Now, since 1933, teams that scored 39 points and did not turn the ball over had a record of 440 and zero. So if you scored 39 points and had zero turnovers, lock, you're winning the game. Until Sunday. We were watching that game live. And Ashes, you are a, a huge Dallas Cowboys fan because you grew up in Texas. So I'm going to start with you because you didn't get to watch it. But what was your reaction when you found out how 
the Cowboys actually won. So, well, I, I knew something good was happening because Dak Prescott ran up a whole shitload of fantasy points for me. I it's 70 plus points. Well, in my league, in my league's different but oh did you wait your league again not wait it but he scored a shit ton he of scored a points. lot of fantasy points and i was like what the hell is going on so i uh i i i tuned in via phone coverage and was just completely blown away like i it was so close and i had been following the game you know just kind of getting updates and stuff and i you know, was 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 I wouldn't say I was ready to count them out, but I was just kind of like, "Hey guys, you can't win them all, right?" And then I I don't know what happened. Like it was just well, crazy. I've, I've, got the, I've got the highlight playing for you right now, but yeah the the Cowboys were down twenty to nothing at one point. Yes, and outscored the Falcons forty to nineteen from then on. And the biggest thing was that they were able to recover an onside kick. Now, the Dallas kicker, Greg Zerline, Legatron, has one of the strongest legs in the NFL right now. He 55-yard kick, not an issue for him. 60-plus, you know, I, I'm betting he's going to make those more often than he doesn't. You know, like I have confidence in him. He uh, Dave's given me a look that I don't think he agrees with me, but that's fine. Um no, 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 no. <laughs> um, so he's on there to do an onside kick, and they did the onside kick without a tee. He actually put the ball on his non-kicking foot. He put it on his foot sideways. He placed it straight on the ground, right it was, on the turf. It, it was he on just his laid foot. it there sideways. On his foot. It wasn't on the turf. It was on his foot. He kicked it off of his foot. Uh... I just watched the. I just watched. He the, watched it off. He kicked it off his foot. Yeah, he put it on his non-kicking foot instead of putting it on a tee, and then it's the way. I thought it, it was on the turf. Really? No, he kicked it off the end of his off the end of his shoe. Like he put it. He placed it on his toes, and then he kicked it. He kicked it. We're gonna have to get a second opinion on that. I'm not sure if that's correct, but anyways, yeah. The that was. It, the, Sounds like the, they didn't know the rule. The return at first, the, he he placed it down on the ground sideways, though. He placed it down sideways, and then the Falcons were so perplexed, they called a timeout because they had never seen that before because he didn't use a tee. So yeah. maybe he put it on his foot to kick it, but at, at first he placed it on the ground, Yeah, and they the, and called a timeout. confused so, the hell out of him. Oh, they were so confused, but then— No, you were right. I was. Uh, I It was the angle I was looking at. I just watched the replay again. Okay. He did have it on the ground. Okay, so it was on the ground. So he put it on the ground. They called the timeout. The Falcons come out of the timeout, and I guess, <laughs> I guess their game plan was, I guess when he kicked it, because he didn't kick it very hard. He he, he kicked it, and it was spinning sideways was, while going forward. While going forward, exactly, exactly, like the Earth. It was spinning and going. But it would have been advantageous forward. of them to touch it. How did every the, guy on the field not know that? The they, thing is, I. <laughs> No, no, no. See, that's what I was just getting to. Every guy no, no. know that. That's what I was just getting to. I think they were in that timeout. He said, I think he's just going to give it a little boot. It's not going to go 10 he yards. Don't touch it. It's not going to go 10 yards. If it does go 10 yards, grab it. But that's why I think all the guys knew the rules. Julio Jones was standing right there. No, was Julio there. was far away, and Julio's dealing. He was about seven yards off, and he was dealing no, with a hamstring. No, Julio was the one right when it passed the line that – 
was right there to grab it because it was Julio's play. The guys up front are supposed to block. Julio's supposed to grab the ball. But for some reason, they thought it just wasn't no, going to go that No, Julio's not in frame. There's, looking at it, I'm, I'm replaying it slowly. Julio's not even close. You know, regardless of all of that, when I was watching that, I hear the voice of an honorable mention, best uh, fictional sports character of all time, was the coach from Rookie of the Year when he yelled at the kid, you moron. When I see plays like that, I, I hear stuff like that in my head. I'm laughing to myself like a moron. Nobody knows why but me. And it's, it's that was a coach thing, though. They wouldn't just, they know the rules. They were just told, don't touch the ball. It's not going to go 10 yards. Just let it go. And it did go 10 yards. And it did. And the that guy who specific... used to play for the Falcons, actually, uh, I can't remember his name. It just escaped my mind. The guy that recovered it used to play for the Falcons when they played the Patriots and gave up the lead in the Super Bowl. And so he said, that he guy like, grabbed yeah, it, actually, gonna, which is so funny give it against up. the Falcons. What's his name? I don't know, but I know he said oh. he said like they're gonna cough it up, they're gonna they're gonna give it up. But yeah, that was unbelievable. Uh, I also want to uh, point one about... probability to win that game at one point. Yeah. Point one percent probability to win that game. It's never why been you play done. Play sixty in, like, minutes, four hundred and forty games. And That's even... awesome to see. That's why the NFL is amazing. But you know what? Even then, like played... getting into field goal range. Because they were still, you know, almost 60 yards away. Yeah, like you said, though, Greg the leg, man. That guy no, 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 is no. Just... Like, if you're 60 yards away and then you line up for a field goal, that's a 77-yard field goal. They needed to get some. No, you know what it is? C.D. Lamb, great play. The guy fell down. He caught the pass. He ran 20 yards. And then McCarthy just decided to run the ball a couple times. To run the clock out. Just to run get the it. clock. For, I mean, but, you know... If you break I, I, one, you break one. You don't risk a ball Dax, getting tipped. Dak's on fire. Dak's playing great. You, you know what I mean? Get him a little closer. Run a little slam. Yeah, run an out. Run a, no, uh, you don't want uh, that getting uh, tipped. You don't want hitch. it. Run something little just to get a little time. You run yeah. out of bounds just to get him a few yards closer. I know it's there's Greg an the old, leg. There's an, there's an old saying. When you pass the ball, there are three things that can happen, and two of them are bad. So Dak was feeling it. I I don't think in that moment. I don't care how much he's feeling it. You guys were falling down. They couldn't handle him at that point. But anyways, whatever. They won the game. I was happy. I had Falcons getting four. So hey, that works for me. We all picked the Cowboys last week to win straight up too. So exactly. I wanted the Cowboys to win, but I thought it was going to be a close game. So I won both my bets. Yeah. So uh, one thing I do want to talk about is uh, how unstoppable Darren Waller is. Ow, ow! Airwolf, Darren Waller! Oh. He's in the Airwolf Club now. <laughs> He's on my fantasy. You know he is. I got him on one of mine, too. Um, I beat Jones straight up this week. Just wanted to say that in our league. Ashes is absolutely killing it. Number one points overall. So oh, yeah. Like, her point job, totals are, are fucking ridiculous. It's nothing. <laughs> I love the Cowboys too, though. You just took all the players before I could, so you know we're on the same page. If you if you listen back to the old shows, people who listen to the show, it me every every time we have predictions, me and Ashes are almost the, the same. The I'm, old show, I love the old shows. All three you know, of them, from like two weeks ago. <laughs> yeah, we yeah they're they're all in like the cans in the back of some old warehouse, the archives, the old shit, you know. Yeah, in in the same warehouse where they have the Ark of the Covenant at the end of fucking Raiders. Yeah, where they put um, where they put James Woods in the canister, in the, I mean, in the crate when they put James Woods. <laughs> really yeah, not. which is because you haven't seen it. That's the end of, uh, the end of uh, Raiders of the Lost Ark. Wow. 
I haven't seen that. No, I I think I watched that when I was four years old. So I yeah, I'm not so a big Indiana Jones guy. I want to get into it, but we did watch Alien the other day, and that was just unbelievable That's on my like birthday. My it was yeah. unbelievable. What a great movie that was. Yeah, it's, you're welcome. Frodo um, made me so mad. Yeah, Frodo, Frodo, so mad. Frodo can go f himself. <laughs> original, original, not Frodo, Bilbo. Yeah, oh, my Bilby. bad, my bad. Oh, I'm Bilbo. I'm, my, my mistake. I am. And fat, Dave so went I'm right bad. with you. Look at Frodo. I was so mad at him. Everything he did made me so upset. Like, ooh, and I thought. And you know what? For oh, and sorry. you know what? No spoilers. You know no spoilers. What? It's Thank so you. that it's one line, that one line that no spoilers. No, no, no. Just go watch the movie, but it's, he's a jerk. No, That's all you got to know. No spoilers here. Yeah, it's The one line that Ripley had where she said, "If we break quarantine, we all could die." Very appropriate for what's going on now. Yeah, that's all right. So let's get to our picks. And I, before we do, I have a couple things I want to cover. One, is anybody going to catch me when it comes to these picks? Uh, is anybody going to catch me? Second, <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Is it week 16 or is it week three? I'm just confused. Well, I'm sorry. I have this huge fucking lead right now. So right now, I also want to know, can Dan finish above 500 one week? Like, that'll be the first one. Can Dan finish above 500? I'm having, I'm going through what you call rough patch. It's terrible. Right. So right now, here are the standings. So we had uh, we had two guests last, uh, three guests last week. Uh, we had Matt, who is currently tied with myself at 24 and 8. Because Let's go, Matt. Nice job, buddy. You've been having really good picks. I'll give it to you. And you both, too, Pat. Both Matt and Mark did not submit a Thursday night game, so those are automatic losses. If you don't submit, automatic L. That's a that's a great rule. I like it. So Matt uh, Mark went eleven and five last week, bringing his season record to eleven and five. Uh, Matt last week was thirteen and three, along with me. Uh, Dad Blocker, uh, although he was eight and eight the first week, he went fourteen and two last week to rocket up the leaderboard. Fourteen so, and two. Dad oh my was 14 god. Fourteen and two last week. Uh, his only uh, incorrect pick, he had the Eagles and the Bengals, but most of us had the Bengals with the exception of Dave. So last week, Emma, oh, oh, Emma went 5-11. and 11, Rough week for Emma. 5-11, uh, and 11, but she did pick the Raiders, so that was smart. So she went 5-11. and 11. Uh, quack, Dan, quack, 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 quack. Dan went 8-8 eight and eight yet again. Dave rebounded nicely from his 7-9 and nine uh, start to go twelve and four. I built oh. on my eleven and five to go thirteen and three. Slashers improved on her ten and six to go twelve and four. Wow. Uh Dad we already talked about went fourteen and two. Matt went thirteen and three and Mark went eleven and five. So totals for this week. Uh Emma is thirteen and nineteen. Dan right at five hundred sixteen sixteen. Dave nineteen and thirteen I am twenty four and eight. Slashes and blocker tied at twenty two and ten. Uh, Matt tied with me at twenty four and eight. And Mark, first week, uh, eleven and five. So there will come a time when I will sit here and basking in the glow of several wins and tell you all to not call it a comeback. 
Well, you've had several wins, just you've had the same amount of losses as well. So Several is three or more. Just I looked up the dictionary the other no, day. Wait. No, just wait. I'll kill him. <laughs> so it's that time again. So we have Slashes. We have myself. We have the Kardashian dragon. We have we have Dan, don't call him Danny Spencer. And who else do we have here in this room? You. Who else do we got? Emma Extreme. All right. Emma Extreme <laughs> with all that bass in her voice sounding menacing and and uh, and tough. So, Emma, we're going to talk to you first. Who's going to win, the Dolphins or the Jaguars? Jaguars. Okay. Uh, 16 and 16. Dan, what do you got? Jags. Oh, Dave? I got those uh, slippery dolphins. Got some Minshew mania going on here, Jack. <laughs> uh, I also am going to go with the Dolphins. Uh, Slashes, what do you got? Uh, I'm going to go with the Dolphins. I mean, the the Jags looked pretty good against uh, Tennessee, but fell short uh, ultimately. So, All right, Emma. Snowflake is coming home, baby. <laughs> Dolphins going to win the game. <laughs> Emma, who's going to win, the Bears or the Falcons? Falcons. Oh, she thinks the Falcons are going to get win number one. How does that make you feel, big guy? Julio Jones is hurt this week, Emma. You ever think of that? <laughs> she she usually reads them, but she missed the scouting reports this week, unfortunately. We're just going to go all Emma's picks, so that way Emma can get uh, ready for bed. Emma, Rams or Bills? You see her right now? She's exceptionally tired. Sorry to interrupt. Rams or Bills, mama? <laughs> I don't know what Dave's Rams doing. Rams. Rams. Yeah, the Rams. Uncle Dave's trying to distract and coach. We'll have, I, we'll have I, none I of that. I play out the gestures of the animals. So I don't know what animal easily. you were gesturing, oh. but that wasn't a, a Ram or a Bill. Uh, I think it was more of a gesticulate than a gesture, if I must say so myself. Emma, Washington or the Browns? Don't listen to Uncle Dave. He's terrible. Even look at him. Look at the microphone and talk. <laughs> Browns or the Bills? Nope. Browns or Washington? No. Washington. Washington or the Browns? The Browns. Browns. Washington. Titans or Vikings? Titans or Vikings. Vikings. Kirk Cousins, baby. Raiders this or Patriots? Patriots. Yeah, 49ers or Giants? Giants. Bengals or Eagles? Eagles. Texans or Steelers? Steelers. I like it. Jets or Colts? Jets or Colts? Jets. Good pick. Panthers. Bad pick. Panthers or Chargers? Panthers. Let's go, Chargers. Bucks or Broncos? 
Broncos. For the record, folks, I want to make sure for those of you keeping track at home, that is the second week in a row that you picked against Tom Brady. Good. So we know coaching is off the table in this house. I served up some ales last week. (laughs) Lions or Cardinals? Cardinals. Some scrappy Cardinals beating them Lions. Cowboys or Seahawks? Seahawks. Girl after my own heart. I don't know, though. It depends on what the number is. Packers or Saints? Packers or Saints? Packers. Interesting pick. And last one, the Chefs or the Raisins? Chefs. (laughs) All right. Thank you, Emma. What are you going to say to us now? Good night. Good night. I love you. Peace out. I'm out of here. Peace out. I'm out of here. <laughs> we love you too, Emma. Love Extreme. you, Emma. <laughs> oh, that was the best. She's was... blowing kisses. You've never seen a sleepy child like this one. That was the Killing best. Killing at remote school all week and handling everything like a champ. Good stuff. And and she's gonna go. She's gonna go 12 and four this week. That's that's my uh, prognostication on the matter. Shut that door, will you? All right, so let's get to uh, the rest of our picks now that uh, Emma is uh, ready to sleep. I give her 20 minutes. I give her 20 minutes. I'm going to check in 20 minutes. I'm going to set a timer. Guarantee she's out with watching silly YouTube videos on her her stomach. All right, so Bears-Falcons. Dave, I know you're going to go Bears. Da, Bears. Dan? Uh, I'm I'm with that. I am all over the Bears up in here. Well, I am going to go Falcons. Slashes. I got to go Bears. All right. This could be a big one. heart attack, Lou. Oh, give, me, give me one minute. That's a Baker's no dozen. How many is that for you? That's a uh, Baker's dozen there, Bob. Bears, 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 bears. Chris Farley, we miss ye. Rest in peace. In fact, hold on. I'm, I'm going to pour a little bit. A little bit of this out for uh, for, for Varley in here. Yeah, yeah in my drink. But you some out for Varley. That's nice of you. <laughs> I got my high life forty on the table. We're we're pouring it out for Varley. All right, Rams at Bills. Bills. Dave. Uh, this is actually uh, my lock of the week. I'm going Rams. They're looking Ooh. amazing this year. Super Bowl hangover is done. They are done drinking, and they are ready to win some games. They're playing really well. I love Aaron Donald, and Jalen Ramsey is just shutting people down. He set our NFL record last week. I think he was thrown at. It was 42 plays he wasn't thrown at one time. I think it was something like that. So he is uh, shutting people down, or no receptions. So, uh yeah, I got Rams. That is my that's my lock of the week. Uh, you want to talk about shutdown corners? Uh, over a three year period, Namdi Asamoa allowed uh, one touchdown pass in three years. Yeah, what was that? What was that you? You were in high school when that happened? No, that's when they had Asamoa. When the Raiders had Namdi Asamoa, Asamoa was good for literally one year, and then he, he fell was off. good for like six no, years. No, he wasn't. No, he wasn't. One year, it was it. He had one year where he Madden was thrown 2008, at. In 2008, and then he was it. That was it. He was done. He had one it's year where he was thrown at 32 awesome. times, 
And the following year, he was only thrown at 28 times, so he got better. He got worse when he went to the Eagles because he was in the wrong system. Yeah, he was one of my favorite players. I love to watch his greatest hit, his greatest hit YouTube videos. Wow. I can't believe you guys are going to be that disrespectful to the man who married Kerry Washington. Award-winning filmmaker. From Django Unchained? Yeah. Award-winning filmmaker. I happen to find her overrated. I find her shallow and pedantic. Award-winning filmmaker, Namdi Asamoa. So he actually had a career after he left. So, Ashes, Rams at Bills. Rams. Oh, going with the Rams. They look good. That's surely none of your business. Uh, Washington at the Hash Browns. 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 Yeah. Dave? This is actually uh, this is a two-parter. I'm going Browns lock of the week. This is my second lock. I'm doing two locks this week. Yeah. What is that? Two locks, Rams, and Browns. Uh, for the record, uh, you have gotten your lock of the week exactly zero times. I think I was... No, uh, I'm sorry. Won. Last week, you said the Bears. Dan, Dan last week, you said... Patriots by nine. There's one. Yes. So I was I was wrong there. I'm looking at the spreadsheet. You're looking at the notes. I was correct both weeks actually. So I'm two and zero in my locks. So I'm going for four and zero in week three. Thank you so much. Well, my lock of the week last week was the Seahawks, and my upset was the Raiders. So yeah. So you can. I had uh, both. Great. Great call, dude. I could. I was. I was actually. I was so happy about that. I, I want to see Derek Carr kicking ass. I love him. I love him. He gets a bad rap, figure. I think, in a lot of circles and from a lot of different people out there. He gets a real bad rap. That first possession, I said, all right, trade Derek Carr. And then after that, he <laughs> played a great game. So I was so happy with it on, on Monday. It was great. I uh, I am going to go with Washington because I don't believe in the Browns whatsoever. Uh, Washington doesn't – they don't even have a team name yet. Yeah, but it was too early to – you know, it was too late in the season when they decided they weren't going to do it anymore yeah, to come up with something else. a name in three months. <laughs> they need a Jim Croce song about how they need a name. Like, it should be like a fundraising song it's to help I them raise, you know, get like a new identity. Oh, wait. No, no, but it, we need a Jim Croce-esque song. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. If we could put names in a bottle <laughs> – he actually has a song, Dave, called I Got a Name, and that was the name of the album as well. Yeah, I was crooning that like 16 seconds ago. That's, what I, that's why I said that, but it, did, it, it kind of fell flat once I, once I said it. So. It, didn't, uh, it didn't work for Dave. Dave didn't. Well, well, my head. So well that's a great think? song anyways, and it's from Hangover too. So let's go on to the next pick. I think I got to go Washington. Washington for slashes. All right, Dan, Titans-Vikings. At Vikings. Kirk Cousins in the gang, baby. Ugh. Uh, Dave? Wow, Dan, I heard that you just picked Kirk Cousins, and I absolutely agree. Kirk Cousins all the way, 0-2. It's a 1 o'clock game. You know Kirk Cousins shines in 1 o'clock games. There's no spotlight on him. There's too much to go around, so let's go with the purple and white, I guess? Gold? Yep. Gold. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, let's go with them. Let's go with them. Uh, I'm going to go Titans. Slashes? Yeah, I'm going to go Titans on this one. All right. Yeah, I should love Titans. I know that. That's, Raiders that's and Patriots. Pick. Dan, I know where you're going. 
Lock of the week, baby. Yeah. That's yeah. Dan's lock of the week. Yeah, just like you know, it was it, last I, week. I know. I understand that. And you know what? I was damn close. I was damn no, no, close. No, no, no. You said Patriots by nine last week. I know. I know. <laughs> Listen, I... You know, you can only do so much. Sometimes you got to overcompensate a little bit for your team and show the kind of faith that you have because I thought that they could do it. And if the defense had done much of anything and that only allowed them three third downs in the whole game, no. maybe no. the 30 points no. that they scored would have been sufficient. No. But the defense couldn't stop Seattle all night long. No, no what do you Dave, mean no way, Dave? Dave, they, they, they should have won. That. They, they could have won that game three times at the end of the game, really quick. They yeah, had a pass to Edelman, went through his hands. The pass at the first down to Nikhil Harry. I just I, whatever. They should. They, they could have easily won that game. They lost. That's fine. Seattle's a superior team. Anyways, I have the Patriots this week. Oh I think Cam Newton over Derek Carr. I can't pick a superior quarterback. So Cam Newton in New England gonna lead them to a victory. What do you got, slashes? I got the Raiders. Yeah, hell yeah. Yeah, because really you want to get laid. Year. We already know that. No, but I well, I mean, like Witten's been playing. He's been playing more every game, mm-hmm. so that looks promising. Uh, Niners, Giants, Dan. I mean, take me down to the injury city, Lord. Chance. Uh, I've been mulling over this one all day, and as many different things as I said to different people. I really couldn't land on nothing specific on that one, so I, I had to I had to think about it on the fly. It's between everything that happened and how impactful Barkley is, and everybody that got hurt on the other side. It's obviously it's a game of attrition, so that's that's what's going to you know cream's going to rise to the top eventually. But it's a tough one to pick because of that. So who's your pick? Oh, I'm sorry, I said the Giants. I meant to say the Giants. I'm sorry. He said two mice fell in a bucket of cream. I, I, I'm hoping this one, is Dave one Jones. mouse fought to the top. The I'm other hoping, one died. I'm hoping <laughs> Daniel Jones needs a coming out party at some point, folks. He's had some games and flashes. Be but against this defense. I think he's dope. Who knows? Maybe that's the thing. Look at the kid in, uh, you know, after after the doctor. Stabbed Tyrod Taylor through the lungs with the needle. Uh, this kid had to step in and killed it. That's unbelievable. So who knows? Daniel Jones has got some pedigree going already. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. I know. I just. It just. All right, uh, Dave. What do you got? Um, Forty Niners. Are you asking me or are you telling me? <laughs> I forgot which game. I forgot which game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's no way the Giants are going to win. Saquon's hurt. There's absolutely no way. I think they wouldn't have had a with shot Garoppolo, with Saquon. Huh? I said they wouldn't have had a shot with Saquon. If San Fran comes in the exact same way that they're coming in this week and the Giants had Saquon, I would still take the 49ers. Slash is what yeah, you got. Yeah, it, it hurts me that Saquon got hurt against the Bears, though. I just want to say that. Uh, Niners. Which I will say, admittedly to everybody, is probably the wise pick. I'm going with my with my heart, not my head. Uh, Bengals, Eagles at Eagles. Dan. Bengals. Dave. I like Burrow. I'm going. Uh, this is my upset of the week. Going Cincinnati Bengals. Joe Burrow's first win in the NFL. 
L. Uh, I just don't think that uh, anybody can really stop Burrow right now. He's really playing well. So oh, so they're the undefeated over sixty times. So that so no, they're I'm undefeated. just saying. Strictly moral victories to this point. When you're going, when you're trading, jersey. when you're trading scores back and forth all game. I mean, Ooh, with the Browns. Trading yeah, the time is going to run out Browns, eventually. That, you know what I'm saying? He's a, honestly, I, listen, listen, look. Can, can I talk? Is it my turn or is it your turn? Can it's everybody's turn. Talk? This is the loudest sports show. Okay, so you don't like Baker. That's fine. He might be a superior quarterback to Baker. That's fine, but not throwing on the run. And when Baker has weapons, he's going to win. So it was a shootout. And oh, I'm Baker sorry. Green to have the ball at the end of the game. Weapons. They won the game. So that is what it is. So I'm so, going Cincinnati. So he's my uh, upset. Of the no, week. hold on, hold on. So he didn't have when he has weapons, he's going to win. So he didn't have Nick Chubb, Kareem Hunt, Jarvis Landry, and, and, and have and a Odell head coach for more than one season. He's had four head coaches. Name one other quarterback in the league that hasn't got traded. That's had four head coaches. You can't. Derek Carr. It. He's had four head coaches in four years. Well, not in four years, but no. Oh, okay. So Baker has. They fired his coach after one season every single year. It's his fourth head coach he's had. Yeah, so, what's the common denominator? Bad coaching. Oh, bad coaching, not bad quarterback play? He had a great rookie year. They didn't win a game almost, or one game, whatever. Me and Dan were actually discussing this. So they won maybe one or two games for two seasons. He came out, gave him seven wins. And then, you know, we had a bad sophomore year, but he looked pretty good on Thursday, and I got him this week, so uh, just yeah, saying. You know, uh, let's just discount uh, his entire career because he had one good game. Good call. His entire winning career in college, yeah, I'll just, just discount that. Oh, that's I cool. forgot college counts oh, in the NFL. Oh, in the NFL. Oh, that's probably why Tommy Frazier was such a great quarterback in the NFL. All right, he never got drafted. A lot Slashes. of people have a game. Bengals-Eagles. Eagles. Ooh, going with Carson uh, Winterception. Yeah, I'm disappointed. Yeah, I know you really. You're going against the. You're going against your own division. I said. I, what are you doing? You're I, you're, you're picking heart. the Eagles. Look at the, look at the right. Cowboys. I said we have good picks. Now you're Texans, against me. I don't know. Texans Steelers. Texans Steelers. At Texas. Pittsburgh. Texas. Dave. Yeah, that is actually my other upset of the week. I'm going two upsets, two locks. Texans. That's my upset of the week. How is they the Texans an upset? Than the Steelers. No, I have two and two. They're gonna play better than the Steelers. They're gonna they're gonna play harder. They need to win more. How is that an Deshaun, upset? Huh? How is that an upset? Because they're on the road. It's so? in Pittsburgh. So that, if you look at the look at the betting line, if you look at the betting line, Pittsburgh is favored to win. So if the underdog wins, that's an upset. That's the definition of it. Oh, I, I I'm gonna have to. You know, look at that because that doesn't sound right to me. That that's well, Pittsburgh is home, favored by I believe it's either three or three and a half, depending on where you look at Fox Bat or uh, you know, online or Twin River, whatever you're gonna go. But the Texans are the underdog in that game. Zero and two, Pittsburgh's two and zero. I don't know how you would ever think that the Texans would be favored, but they're not. Because Texans are a better team. Yeah, the Pittsburgh minus four. The Texans are the Texans are a better team. Yep. Um, Steelers are a five and a half point favorite right now. I got actually, four according to so, ESPN, according to this is according to Action Network. Something that I'm not really sure about, but <laughs> Action Network. Uh, I don't know how okay, sexy psychic bets now. Verify, let, no, we're gonna verify really quick. Hold on, one second. We're gonna verify because all right. Well, we're doing while well, you're doing that. Slashes. Texans or Steelers. Steelers. Ooh, she's going with Pittsburgh. 
All right. Yep. So actually, it's huge. It's Pittsburgh FanDuel. This is Pitt- this is FanDuel. Uh, Pittsburgh three and a half. Just like I said, is a three and a half point favorite. So yeah, in Pittsburgh. Interesting. So I have the Texans. Mark that down. So I have two locks and two upsets: Rams, Browns, Bengals, Texans. Well, the Raiders are my lock of the week. So yeah. Raiders is a that's a bad pick. But that's cool, dude. That's fine. Yeah. Well, when they win, when they win by. Uh... You're gonna pick an inferior quarterback. I just under, I understand why you're picking the Raiders, but he's an, I just I don't know. It is what it is. I've been wrong a million times, so who am I to say anything? I was gonna say uh, my my record speaks for itself. Yeah, so who am I to say? I'll wait till next week to go. Sample size, boys. Hang your head on that. All Hang right. your head on that all day, all y'all. Two week sample size. I'm 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 down. Listen, I know I know I'm down. I know I'm down. Well, you're not down. It's not you're over, and it's early. Middle. So you can take your hats off and hang it on week two. And I'm going to keep my hat on until we get to week 12. And I'm flying high like an eagle soaring majestically through the Rocky Mountains of America. Yeah, okay. The Rocky Mountains be a little rockier than this, though. But... So Jets, Jets are one Jets... play away from being 2-0, and though. Come on, let's just be honest. Well, the Raiders are zero plays away from being 2-0, and so suck it. <laughs> uh, Jets Sorry. at Colts. Jets at Colts. I, I, this is another one I had to go through all day. I'm not a Phil Rivers guy, but I'm going Colts. You're not you a Phil Rivers guy. You I were feel... singing his fucking praises on Sunday. Oh, I love Phil Rivers. Oh, my God. I love Philip Rivers. Hey, no, no, no. There's one thing about loving a quarterback and liking the way that he plays and appreciating him as a player. But then there's another one about putting fantasy points on him yeah. or betting on the team yeah. that he plays for. I, that's a totally, totally that's listen, not different what you book. said. It's you Apple, said, I love Philip Rivers because of his fantasy contributions. You just said, I love Philip Rivers. Yeah, but sometimes he blows games. That's why betting on him is usually not a thing that I do because then it All makes right. me like him a little bit less each time. And I don't want to do that. That. But you were not. So I'm going to pick the Colts, clear on that. and I'm not going to bet on the game. All right, Dave. Yeah. So same same question to you, Dave. What's the question? Jets Colts. Jets Colts. Jesus Christ. An easy one. I'm going to go uh, C O L T S. The Colts. That's oh, an easy win. And you spelled See, it. Dave's, wow. Dave's, Dave's funny because Dave's he, moving he up to five-letter words he can spell. That's pretty good. I wrote it down so yeah, I knew it would be spelled. He's got his mapped out. He misses the question. That's the thing. He doesn't miss what he's <laughs> well, talking about. Right about ago, uh, six days ago, okay? I, I, I think the answer is 11. Uh, See? Slashes. I got the Colts. All right. So it looks like uh, Colts all the way across the board except for Emma Extreme. Uh, I am definitely going to cut out that audio of her saying "Bye, I love you" and and use that as our uh, our closing. That's a good call. That's a good call. Panthers at Chargers. Who you got, Dan? I'm going to take the Chargers because I'm I'm hoping that uh, that awesome rookie whose name escapes Justin me Hebert. at this moment is playing Herbert. Oh, dude, I was so stink. He, he rang my bell. He rang my bell. He rocked my boat. I couldn't believe what I saw. I was took so impressed. He the chefs to overtime. It was unbelievable. Yeah, he played it, really it well. Wasn't, it wasn't really on him necessarily that they lost. He did every single thing in his power to help them pass the finish line. It wasn't enough. But damn it, if he doesn't, uh, he'll be a starter after this season somewhere. I, mean, I think we can probably well, put it there depending on what the, his terms the, are. But. He'll be the starter there. That's what they drafted him number six overall for. 
the coach the coach didn't give that no he didn't give that impression the coach literally came out and said no Tyrod Taylor right. was our starter this for a year, reason so this year Tyrod has a one year deal they drafted this kid number 6 overall you don't draft a kid number 6 overall then go oh, obviously well, obviously you know. Tyrod Taylor is a secondary and they probably want to you know they got to they got to let it simmer for a little bit. You can't just, you know, it's, put it on high and think it's going to be done in 20 minutes. You got to let it simmer. They weren't ready for uh, Justin to to run the offense. That's so what they got. However, you you guys know what happened to him, yeah? Yeah, he got a chest injury in pregame warmups. So the details of the pregame injury came out. So Tyrod Taylor was scheduled to start the game, and they didn't find out till after the coin flip that he wasn't going to be the starter. He had a pre a condition already. He had a pre-existing condition. He had cracked ribs, so he had cracked ribs. So the trainer was there. They're giving him a shot, help him with the pain, get him through, and they punctured his lung, giving him the shot. Ooh. So. That's, That's a the solid reason doctor. That he didn't play because the trainer punctured his lung with a needle. It's the craziest thing I've it's ever heard. It's a good doctor there's been, right there. Oh, dude, there's there's been multiple failures of you know. I think he uh, just got named to head the coronavirus task force. Yeah, right. He's 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 uh, he's on he's on Trump's <laughs> I believe you should inject painkillers directly into your lungs. He's first in the list. Take take a red in the lungs. You got it. That's how we do it. But right. it was it was it's scary. It's scary. Yes. But I, I don't know if that's a one week thing. So if Herbert's playing, I got the Chargers, and I'm gonna hope that's gonna happen. But if not, Tyrod's not gonna. Be, he's, hope, hopefully, this kid gets a shot. I'd prefer that than seeing All right, another we have, we have some breaking news. Uh, Steven Samkos is, is in the starting lineup for the Lightning tonight. Oh, he has not played since February 25th. That's awesome to hear. So we'll see how he looks. I'm gonna bet he's rusty as fuck. I mean, wouldn't you be? But. So this is basically when the Ducks got Banks. Like, they're getting Adam Banks tonight. Yeah, except that's Banks tough. had been playing and hadn't missed <laughs> yes. seven months. They're going to they're gonna tape that wrist up real nice and tight because he got slashed by the Hawks. So they're going to tape it up nice and tight, and hopefully he gets at it. Dude, Stamkos, that's fantastic to hear. That's going to actually get more people watching, to be we'll, honest. We'll see. All right, Dave. Whatever, Peter. Panthers and Bolts. Uh, I mean, with the injury of Christian McCaffrey, he's going to be out a couple of weeks. Um, you know, and Justin, Justin Herbert. Herbert. Is it is it Herbert or a Hebert? A bear. So it's a bear. <laughs> so like the old Falcons. Where? Where's there a bear? Now, where's there a bear? The old Falcons quarterback was Bobby, Bobby a, bear? a bear. So there's Her Herbert, <laughs> Hebert, and a bear. That's a fun name to say, isn't it? A bear. So why don't you give me your pick because we we're we're like an hour and a half on this section alone. Bobby A bear. Uh, I'm gonna go the Chargers. I think with the injury to McCaffrey, the uh, Carolina's pretty thin. And uh, let's go, let's go Chargers. All right, Slashy, what do you got? Uh, I feel like with injuries and stuff, they're kind of both evenly matched. Yeah, I mean you're losing a starting quarterback. Although Herbert did throw for uh, 311 yards and uh, right. yeah, a Herbert touchdown, one interception. Panthers lost their stud Do running back. Do everything running back. Right. Best receiver, uh, best running back. I, I'm going to yeah, go Chargers. Don't have anybody. The Chargers do still have a solid defense. I just picked them up in one of my leagues. Like, their defense is still really good. Yeah, it is. All right, Bucks Broncos in Denver. 
Wait, Ash didn't make her pick, did she? She said Chargers. Oh, she did. Oh, I'm sorry, I didn't hear. Bucks Broncos in Denver. Dan, do you really need me to answer that? Nope. Uh, I will say the uh, the Broncos definitely sunk themselves because they could have, and we're not going to get into the uh, extreme right wing politics of uh, John Elway, but they signed Blake Bortles to be their starting quarterback instead of Colin Kaepernick because John Elway is a hardcore right wing Republican. So, good luck. Why he did that? Is uh, it under the that that's the singular reason why he did that? Yes, and I Kaepernick have. Was like the year that he got benched. I mean, I don't know. I don't know what you'd understand. Like, think that you'd see out of him after all this time away. I don't think it has anything to do with his politics. You really think that somebody's politics said, "Oh, this guy over this guy," even though Bortles was on a team. Yes, and I can send you. I'll, I'll send you. I'll send you the. I'll send you the TYT sports video a little later on. That, I don't want to see that actually. But yeah, it's exactly why. It's exactly why. Well, with all that being said, I heard everything that you both said, and uh, I'm gonna go Bucks. Same. Slash it's not Tampa. a hard one. Yeah, it's not. Uh, Lions at Cardinals. Dan. Cardinals. Dave. Collar's been my dude since day one. I love DeAndre. D-Hop, he's my guy. I used to have him and D-Watt uh, D on my fantasy every year. So now it's Kyler and D-Hop so, uh, in one of my leagues. So I'm 2-0. Just saying. But uh, yeah, I'm going. I'm going Cardinals all day. That, people are picking them to be a wild card team. I don't. I think they're going to win the division. To be honest, so let's go Cardinals. All right. I just love putting predictions at the beginning of the season so I can look back. You know what I mean? <laughs> I did. Uh, I did pick them. I believe to. Uh, no, I didn't pick them to uh, make the uh, playoffs. Sorry. Um, I also. I'm going with the Cardinals slashes. Same. All right. Uh, Cowboys at Seahawks. Dan. Tough game. Cowboys. It is a tough game to pick, but I think Dallas is going to pull it out myself. Dave. Jeez, me and Dan, I just – every game I feel like is the same. I got the Cowboys, yeah. Obviously, let's go. Let's go. How and about them Cowboys? I don't even have to ask slashes because I know she's taking Dallas. Bias. Uh, Packers Saints. This is a tough game. That's a tough game. I mean, I I I personally went with the Packers because I think Aaron Rodgers is going to outplay. And listening to Skip and Shannon talk about how difficult it is for Drew Brees to throw the ball down the field, um, I think they're right. And if even if Michael Thomas comes back, like I don't know what Brees was doing. Like you have a quality wide receiver in Emmanuel Sanders. You have a quality tight end in. Jared Cook, who was a star for the Raiders before uh, before he uh, before they got uh, Darren Waller, um, I, I don't know. He was, didn't throw to anybody. Yep, I agree. He looked scared, and um, I did listen to Skip and Shannon. Just want to say they're that's that's you know it's my favorite show. I just want to say Skip and Shannon. Love yeah. those guys. Uh, love love their takes. I love how they're back and forth. Nick Wright and, and Colin Hurd too is my favorite. So. Love doing the podcast. They they inspire me. Love those guys. Uh, Skip and Shannon, though, actually nailed it right on the head, though. Breeze looked scared out there. He had no one to throw it to that wasn't named Michael Thomas that, that he wanted to throw it to, I should say. 
Yeah, he, he, he had lots. He didn't trust anyone. He was out there looking awful. To be honest, I, I was down 18 in a fantasy league, and the only person left to play was Drew Brees, and he scored less than 18 points. And I ended up winning the game by .46. Shout out to Mark Rudge. So uh, I was really – I think Drew Brees is done. If you if you listen to them, Packers, both of them, uh, far uh, – far, geez, oh, my God. Rodgers and, and Brees, both. Both. They're done. Their 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 production is decreased every year. It's gone down. I Rogers I got the Packers this week just because they've been playing talking about. with uh, the injury. No, Rodgers is completion percentage, uh, QB rating, recept. Everything has gone down in the last three years. It's gone down, down, down. He's not the same guy. You could say it was the coach. You could say it was the anything, but he's just he's getting older. It's all it is. Drew Brees. So everybody's getting. Older. If he plays next That's the year, I want to feel bad works. for him. To be honest, he needs to this he needs to hang it up. Yeah, Drew Brees is done. I was I was calling for picks on that game, and I was getting him. He just didn't look good. He just didn't. He, he looked uncomfortable out there. But I mean, throwing to anybody that's right not named now, Michael Pop. Uh, Rogers uh, has. Uh... 604 yards, six touchdowns, no picks, and a rating of 119.4. So uh, that's not bad. an old Saints team, and you beat up on the Lions. I mean, I, I don't think he, you know, whatever. Uh, who, who, who do they play in week one? The Vikings? They're 0-2. I, I, they look terrible the without the party. They're supposed to have off. a great what happens. Flashes. Packers and Saints. Fuck Green Bay. All right, so Saints for Flashes. I hate Green Bay, too. I can't pick my bar on this one. Hold on a second. You get to the game. You gonna get to the okay. game of the week? Uh, yes. So, I the shootout, the the, the one for all the marbles. This is for the whole oh, the whole Magilly. I don't know why the sound changed all of a sudden, but. Uh, I'll have to figure that out. Um, so, we have the Chefs, we have the Raisins. The Chefs and the Raisins. You think the Chefs are going to cook up the Raisins, Pat? Let's get your pick, Pat. What do you think? Oh, I took the Chefs. Pat takes the Chefs. Pat, slashes, what do you think? Uh, I think i got to go with the Chefs. Chefs and the Chefs cooking up. Some prunes and the raisins. Dan, what do you got? Uh, grapes get made into raisins. Um, I heard I heard it through the grapevine that the Chiefs are going to win the game. Oh, slippery. Wow. Chefs, 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 cooking up grape raisin prunes. Um, I'm going to go. I heard everything that you guys said right now. I'm, I'm hearing what you said. I understand all your points. And I'm going to absolutely go the opposite way. I'm going raisins all day. Give me the California. Give me a whole case. Give me boxes. Whatever you got to give me. Sugar, cinnamon. I, I love the raisins all day. There's no one that's going to stop. You can put them on oatmeal. This is so good. Raisin Brand Crunch. Um, I just they barely just beat a Chargers team with a guy that played his first game in the NFL. This is his first game. He wasn't even supposed to start. He found out at the coin toss. Hey, buddy, you're playing today. He had no idea. Hey, he was, yeah, hey, listen, buddy. All right. You're playing today. You're playing. So, this, dude, the Chiefs looked bad last week. They barely won that game. They looked bad for a, a, a Super Bowl winning team. And won the game. No, I'm not saying they didn't win. <laughs> it terrible. It was a bad game. Against one, one, a guy who 
literally he's never played a game in the NFL, had a rushing and a passing touchdown, threw for 300 yards. So you're going to go against Lamar Jackson and play as bad as you did last week and think you're going to beat the Ravens? Nobody so, said they were going to play as bad as they did last week. I'm just saying. Who do they have more tape on? Who do they have more tape on? So they don't have tape. On the kid that's never played? No, they don't. On the college four-year player. He does, did not play four years. They don't have college tape on him. They do, but... I, oh, does he play with the same players, play the same offense? Do they run the same offense on, in San Diego? It's just... You're a, you're a Super Bowl winning team. You can't start an NFL rookie in his first start from not throwing 300 yards. And you're going to go into the Ravens and feel confident about that after the Ravens have blown out their points by 72 points. I'm just saying, I, I don't, I, I don't, I don't see it. How'd the Ravens do last time they matched up? For for me, from what I can, from what I surmise, it seems like a similar type of situation. For a pitcher that comes in at the last minute and throws no hitter or something crazy like this because they don't know what to expect from that person. If they don't know what to expect from you, you're going to be able to get some stuff over. Now, he made some plays on his own that were all him. However, they didn't know what to expect from him, so that definitely played a part, whereas Lamar Jackson, they got miles They know how he's going to play. Got you. All right, well, that's going to so give us... So, races all day, Monday Night Football. I'd like to actually put down... Uh, you know, skipping Shannon bet Mountain Dew. I'd like to bet a case of Dr. McGillicuddy's. I'd like to bet a sleeve. I'd like to bet a sleeve. So, you bet with We don't drink garbage in this house. So, we don't we don't drink garbage. No, we we don't. I will give you ten dollars, or you will all buy me a sleeve of Dr. McGillicuddy's if the raisins beat the shifts. Yeah. We are. I don't okay, drink. I don't drink. Wine. Wine. I don't care. Fine. Put a wine bottle that's more expensive on it. I'll give this you all $10 We, we consider it a swill. Uh, is that, is that the right word? Like, not even a swine would drink this? I don't even care what it is if you want to get. What is that? You know, what you say you're a you know, we, we my French German guy. French. I'll write it down right now. We're taking this bet. What's good? So how about for us? It's McGillicuddy's. Right. Yeah, we can we can do that. Okay, so it's raisins versus Chiefs. Chefs. The Chiefs. The chefs. Dave. Is on this side, and we got. Well, it's Ash recorded, and, so it's okay. You know, uh, we have we have yep. the audio. I like to write it down. I like to make the date. It's officially September twenty third. I'm gonna put that in the minutes of the meeting. All right, so I'm not even gonna write anything for the winner. I'm just gonna write booze. That's all, right. all I'm gonna write, and we will revisit that next week. All right, sounds good. So, that's going to wrap up the show for us this week. Um, if you have a hot take prediction or you disagree with something we said, let us know. Email us at theloudestsportsshow at gmail.com. Follow us on social media, on Twitter, at loudest underscore show. On Instagram, at the loudest sports show. And uh, check out our Facebook group, facebook.com slash group slash the loudest sports show. Uh, oh, look for us on Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts from. Spotify, iTunes, Stitch. Well, if they're already listening to us, we don't have to tell them to find us on Spotify. 
I feel like that's kind of redundant when you're trying to tell people where to find you and they're already listening to the show. Don't mind him. That's his one list. Yes. But from, from this side, you got to have ginger beer to make a mule, not ginger ale. Yes. Don't forget that. And uh, I think that's it. Slash, you got anything else you want to add before we go? Until next week, kids. Stay out of the mail too long. And uh, we will see you next time.